Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. It is Tuesday, and we are back for a pop-up episode. Um, myself, TJ Pittenger, Richie Barnes, and Jalen Howell um, from FSU Women's Soccer, formerly FSU Women's Soccer, now playing in the pros. Uh, Jalen, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. No, thanks for taking some time. I know you're busy. I know you've got, got a lot going on. Um, things are kind of crazy for you right now. Um, we'll talk a, a bunch of Florida State and a bunch of stuff that actually matters, but uh, we like to have a pretty good time and kind of cut loose a little bit. Obviously, we named our podcast after a chicken tender uh, place <laughs> in Tallahassee. We talked about that. We don't take ourselves so seriously, I guess, here. Um, we talked about that a little bit um, off air. What is uh, – I mean, first of all, do you do you throw the coleslaw out? Like when you talked about going a couple of times, like do you get double fries or like what's the situation here? Yeah, you have to do double fries. You have okay. to. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to. Yeah, I want to do coleslaw for sure. Like with chicken, it has to be fries for me. But. Right. I'm not so much anti coleslaw as I am anti coleslaw from a chicken tender. Exactly. Place. Yeah. <laughs> there's a like, there's a time and a place for coleslaw, and I don't think it's with chicken. So right. That's just well, unless. Unless it's like a barbecue place and it's like pulled chicken sandwich with a little right. coleslaw on yeah. top, like fresh See? coleslaw. That's yeah, yeah, that's a good, yeah, that's a time and a place. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tallahassee at 1 a.m. is not the time for coleslaw. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, a buck. Yeah, no, I um, totally agree. What is your, okay, you're not there anymore, but like what was your hidden gym, like food spot? Like where, like you just needed, like whether, like what were you going to get? Or it doesn't even have to be hidden gym. Like, what was your like go-to food spot in Tallahassee? Um, I loved Gordo's. Um, mm, love that. that. That was my favorite. And I got my family hooked on it and stuff when they came down. Um, and I honestly, and I know I was like a Cuban food, like I'm not sure. And then like, I was obsessed with it. So um, after games and stuff, we go there. And then I loved Kiku, uh, the sushi place kind of by Publix where I lived. Mm. So I would go there like all the time. Um, big fan of Gordo's. I love, I mean, I'm in Tampa, so a ton of, uh, a ton of, um, Cuban food here as well, but we still end up at Gordo's like every other time we're <laughs> up there in town. So, um, so what Harlan, Oh, Harlan's got a good Gordo's connection. Our producer off air right now. Harlan's Harlan knows those Gordo's folks. I'm still waiting on them to sponsor a segment on this show, but, um, <laughs> Speaking of that, Double Fries No Slaw brought to you by Guthrie's in Tallahassee. You guys can visit both their locations at 1818 West Tennessee and 2550 North Monroe. Get your gut box like Jalen does and throw the coleslaw out because, I mean, that's just what an embarrassing food to eat from a chicken tender place. <laughs> They're going to probably cancel us, like cancel the checks because I keep crapping on their coleslaw. But uh, all right, what we, what we want to talk to you about, FSU, what you've got going on, um, you know, in the future and what you've got going on now. But uh, Two-time Mac Herman Trophy winner, uh, recently just won that. Congratulations on winning the second time. What, what did it mean? Like, what did it mean to you? Like both times? Like, was it the same feeling? Was it a different feeling? Like, what? How cool is that? And for those that don't know, it's essentially the you know the, the Heisman of uh, you know or the Golden Spikes or you know the Naismith or whatever of for women's soccer. What did it mean to you to win that both times? Yeah, I mean, it was surreal, just like, you know, that's uh, every college player's dream, and then, you know, I, I win it twice, um, 
But honestly, before um, this one, I, I told my coach, I said, I already got the trophy I wanted. You know, I, we got the national championship. Um, and that was so felt fun to celebrate with the team and the community and the university. Um, so I already got that trophy I wanted. So this was a cherry on top. Um, you know, obviously once is an honor, but twice is, you know, it's indescribable. And, um, you know, the girls I was going against, they're my friends and uh, I've known them a while and they're great players and great people. So even more so just a true honor and, um, you know, it, it's a team sport though. So I think sometimes these awards are a bit much, um, you know, cause I can't do anything I do without, you know, my teammates surrounding me and they make me better. So I, I'm just grateful for them and, uh, yeah, Florida state university and everybody. You're, uh, you're super humble and I love it, but I'm gonna ask you to brag on yourself a little bit more <laughs> and then we'll, we'll talk more about the team, but I do love, I do love your attitude toward it, you know? And, and I think that's been something that's been neat with, um, anybody you've seen kind of win major awards. I mean, you know, from, from any sport or anything that you, I mean, Jameis said the same thing when, when he won it in 2013, right. he said, I couldn't do anything without my teammates. You know, those guys, those big guys up front don't block for me. I don't ever yeah. look good. Yeah. Right? I mean, so. it's, it's very true. You know, any high level athlete know, knows that, you know, you don't get anything done without the people surrounding you. So. Yeah. So you won it last year and then going into this year, was it in your mind at all? Like I know, I know what was in, I know it was in the front of your mind and it was, we'll talk about the national championship. We'll talk about like the redemption. We'll talk about all that. But was it in your mind at all? Like, man, I went last year. Like it'd be cool to win this thing again. And I know maybe just in the back of your mind, like, or what were your thoughts? Like as the season progressed and you knew you were having a good year and you'd probably yep. be in consideration, like just take <clears throat> us through like that thought process too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, last year, you know, winning, it was awesome. And then just having that feeling and stuff, um, having all your hard work pay off, you know, um, days in, day in, day out, just grinding. Um, a lot of times, you know, by myself growing up. So um, it, it was awesome, you know, just because all the people that who have helped me along the way, my family, you know, all the coaches, you team coaches, um, stuff like that. It was almost like a kind of reward for them too. Um, so after having the feeling of that and, uh, just making them proud and stuff. Um, it was definitely in the back of my mind going into season, you know, I, I wanted to prove again, um, you know, that I could do it and, um, you know, that I, I was capable of that. And um, so the second time as well was incredible. And like I said, I, I went against um, some great competition. So um, I was honestly a little shocked at first, but obviously super happy. Jalen, thanks again for joining us. Um, you know, we talked to Coach Kikorian before the season, and he was anything but modest when we asked him about the <laughs> outlook of the season. He said, that, you know, we know we lost some pieces, but we bring back a couple pieces such as yourself. He's like, but make no mistake, this is no rebuilding year. We're going to be really, really good. Said that before you guys even played a game. Was that the mentality of you and your teammates as well, that we know we're going to be good this year? Um, and obviously natural championship is the expectation uh, with the program coach K has built, but was that y'all's mindset as well as, as the players? Yeah, I think like, you know, I've said this a lot, but every year um, it's like you said, the expectation to win the national title. And so um, year from year, that doesn't change, but I think going into this year, we kind of had a chip on our shoulder, you know, um, making that far and, and losing the way we did um, was really hard, but I think it brought the team together. Um, I, I just told Mark, you know, I don't think we would have 
necessarily won this year if we didn't have that loss last year um just because it did motivate us you know we and being a short season uh, or a long season you know or a short turnaround because we had um you know we ended in may and then we had summer to get ready and then it was fall so just that short turnaround and we all had to kind of come together and that and start working hard again toward that goal so um yeah, it, it was a goal, but I think in the back of our heads, we knew it would mean a lot more just because getting so close and then coming up short was uh, just gut-wrenching. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you kind of mentioned that short offseason, and Coach K said the same thing, that that was his really only concern. He's like, I'm not worried about my players or, or my game plan. I'm worried about this short turnaround. Uh, clearly, it wasn't that big of an issue for you guys, and you got your season started pretty early uh, your first goal came against Florida. You also had an assist in that one, a 5-2 win for Florida State over the Gators. Just how sweet is it to have a game like that against the, the most hated rival that Florida State fans have? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was awesome. And, um, you know, I, I contributed what I could in that game just with a PK. But, you know, I'm an emotional player, so, of course, I got hype for that. Um, you against the rival against, you know, <laughs> Home crowd. Um, our, our crowds were amazing this year. I mean, are you kidding me? I think we saw like, I think on Instagram it was like 20,000 people came and supported us and that just means the world and it makes the game so fun and so, um, you know, enjoyable to play in. So especially that game, we get so many fans and so much support. So, you know, beating your rival in front of your home crowd uh, isn't a bad feeling, you know. Well, question you mentioned the fan support you guys get and it's phenomenal um do you guys notice the fans on the parking garage like top deck that are partying and watching the games because oh, yeah. oh, i yeah. did that a lot when i was in school and it was a blast yeah all the time sometimes i'm like dang that looks fun like wish i it could is. join them up there like <laughs> it looks like a party <laughs> bring a cooler we'd bring a cooler of beer and just watch watch the soccer, soccer <laughs> right? it was a blast yeah yeah, they're they're amazing. Um, and we couldn't do what we do without them. Um, how much different was this um, national championship compared to to 2018? Like, you know, we talked about like the difference in the two uh, individual awards, but like, how how you know is? I mean, they're all sweet, right? Like, I've heard Kobe and Shaq talk about like, oh, my all my titles are like all my little babies. I can't, you know, like, but like, how you know, what are the differences in like the way you view? the 2018 one and, and then this most recent 2021 championship. Yeah. I mean, I think that's exactly right. They're just different. Um, you know, they, mo they both mean equally the same, but, um, you know, 2018, it was interesting because I was a freshman and, you know, after the game, I was like, you know, Oh my gosh, like this is awesome. And I was, you know, celebrating everything, but I didn't really grasp just like how amazing it was and how much hard work, you know, um, the team puts in and, and you know the seniors leading the team and the coaching staff like I didn't really realize how big of a deal and how hard it is to do um so that was amazing just starting off you know my four years with a national championship I mean it doesn't get better than that but then man after that um trying to win the next three years I, I really realized just how hard it is how much blood sweat and tears goes into it so you know um being the captain of, of the team the past two or three years um I felt like I had to put the team on my back and, you know, I had great, great leadership also surrounding me. So it was, you know, really easy, but um, that's why the second one was just different just because, you know, um, after the game, I was just so much more emotional. You know, my last soccer game uh, or at Florida state, 
And um, that's that's just why it, it was really different, but it was really special at the same time. And I realized, you know, at that point, like how hard it is. And that's why I was just so much more emotional um, at the end of that game. Um, and, you know, my seniors and my 2018 team were doing the same thing. And I was like, oh, look, you know, like, like, that's awesome. But, you know, like, I don't know. So it, it's awesome to have that feeling now and, uh, you know, bring it home for the university. So, um you know, we, we spoke with um, coach Gregorian when he was on here about the, uh, about the, the run last year um, and, and how that would inspire or motivate. And he didn't, you know, he didn't buy so much that it, you know, he was using it as like a motivation factor. I think he just, you know, soccer is a, a funny, a funny sport and you can think you're the better team one day and a, a ball can go the kind of the wrong way or bounce the wrong way and you can end up losing. And, um, you know, so he didn't so much, you know, um, buy into the like, oh, well, we're going to win it because we're so upset about what happened last year. But he, you know, did say we're, you know, we're upset and I'm sure that, you know, they don't want to feel that again and everything else. But, you know, for the national championship to come down to penalties, um, how nervous, like, you know, there's confidence, right? But like, how nervous were you truly? Like, how did, like, you know, was it, man? I do not want this to <laughs> – I do not want this to – because I don't think anybody in the world would doubt that Florida State was the better team uh, in that game, right? And BYU, BYU had a great year, you know, not to take anything away from them. But there's the talent. But penalties are fluky, right? Like anything can happen. And so, like, how nervous were you in that moment? What is – I mean, you you made your um, penalty kick. You know, what uh, – you know, so both two-parter, how nervous, like talk about the nerves, the feelings, the emotions, and then what is going through your mind? Like, how do you put all that out of your mind when you step up to the, to the spot? Yeah. I mean, the answer is yes. I was very nervous. <laughs> um, I was freaking out, but you know, you can't show that. And being a leader on the team, you can't show that, but I mean, everybody's feeling it. And, you know, like you said, you know, PKs can kind of be fluky and, um, BYU is an amazing team and they showed it. They gave us everything we could handle. So going into PKs, um, I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> I've had the feeling of losing in PKs and, you know, we've all had that feeling and we, we know how fluky it can be just from the last year. So, um, but that point you can't think about that, you know, um, you're like, are you, you're going up and you have to take your kick as confident as can be, you know, PKs are 90% mental or even more. So, um, you got to go up and hit it with confidence. So you got to push the rest of that, um, you know, in the back of your head. Um, it was interesting because two games before that, I had missed my PK in the quarterfinals for in the run of play. Um, so that was also in the back of my head. I had to push yeah. that back. Um, so definitely some adversity. But, um, you know, I just want to go out there and uh, be strong for my team and kind of show them there's nothing to be afraid of. Um, you know, we were confident in our preparation just because after that, you know, we practice PKs for so long, almost every day. So um, that's just what I told the team. You know, we're prepared for this. Um, we always have been. We got to trust each other. We got to trust her. Okay. You know, she's easy to trust. She's a yeah. rock solid back there. I think everyone knows that. So, um, you know, that, that that's what I told the team and everybody leaned on each other and you just got to have all the confidence in the world um, and yourself and your teammates. And so um, that's what I had to tell myself. But, you know, stepping up, uh, standing on the line, um, I was actually standing next to Yuji Zhao. And Yuji is like, 
the calmest PK taker. Her and Gabby just like rock solid, always has been. And I've always admired that about them, you know, ice in the veins, like just awesome. So I'm standing next to him. It's almost my turn. And I'm kind of feeling like, I don't know if I should take one, like my past one's kind of my head a little bit, but you know, I want to do what's best for the team. And, uh, you just kind of looked at me and she's like, Jalen, like you have this, you got this. And that was just enough motivation. You know, that was the little push I needed. And uh, I was like, you know what, you're right. Like uh, I'm going to do this for my teammates. And so, uh, you know, when you set the ball down, it's kind of crazy because everything just kind of clears out of your head. Um, That at least for me, you know, you focus on where you're hitting your spot and um, you know, that's what I did. Had a fun little celebration after. And then, um, yeah, so it, it was awesome. I've got a couple of follow-ups that are like really, really specific, but I'm curious and just kind of want to know, but like, um, two-parter, do you guys, does, does, does coach Corey decide who, you know, the order of the line? Cause you were just talking about like, you didn't know if you were going to take it or not. Like, does he decide like who the five takers are going to be, what the order is like, or do you guys have some input like there? Do you talk about it before? Can you, if you do, and then, you know, kind of a couple of follow-ups, if you do decide like, yeah, my head's just not in this, like a coach, I can't, I can't do it. Like somebody else take this kick. Like, I don't want to like, how, how does that process work? And then when, not to give away all your secrets, cause I know you're playing the pros now, but like, when do you know, when do you decide if you're going straight down the pipe, if you're going upper 90, if you're going left corner, like when do you decide that on the walk up, when you set the ball down, do you look at the goalie first and then try and decide it? Or, you you know, like how does all that work? Like take us through like the real mechanics of that PK. So um, Mark does, you know, pick the five, but you get to pick your order. Everybody picks their own order. You got to be comfortable with the order. Um, So, you know, you, you pick your number. Um, I always like to go toward the end, like four or five, um, which I went fourth, I think. So, um, but like I said, we practice, you know, a lot of the season. So we kind of already know who would take one anyway and who would want to take one. You know, he's not going to pick somebody if they don't want to take one. Um, and so that's like the main part is like, you have to be confident enough to step up there and take it. And he has to know that. So, um, and then, you know, you figure out your order and, uh, obviously, you know, Roque was, we, we trust her. Like I said, she's solid back there. Pretty solid. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, for me personally, um, you know, I actually, everybody has their own routine for your PK. Um, some people just look at the keeper and where they move. Yeah, if they move early, they'll hit it the other direction. Um, some people pick a spot before, you know, scouting the goalkeeper. So it's kind of really up to you, but you definitely have a routine. It's kind of like a free throw in basketball almost. Um, so, you know, I, I set my ball up and I already have an idea really of where I'm going. Um, you know, I'm trying to learn both ways, uh, just so I have everything, um, in the tool belt, but, uh, that's personally how I do it. But, you know, like I said, like usually different, she can step up there and, um, take it either, you know, knowing where she's going to go or read the keeper. It doesn't matter, you know, she, and she's going to make it. So everybody's different and that's what yeah. makes PKs like so cool. Yeah. Jalen, you obviously, um, come from a very athletic family. For those that don't know, your father played seven years in the NFL, won a Super Bowl with the Bucks, uh, in 2002, actually on my birthday, on my 15th birthday, which is pretty cool. Wow. Uh, being a Bucks fan, <laughs> They won um, that just for you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Lynch and I, all I, those guys. <laughs> um, but, but 
knowing that, that, did you talk to your dad about like when you're played in your first championship as a freshman? And then even this time, did you talk to him and say, Hey, you know, how did you get your mind right for the Super Bowl? Like the biggest stage in what you've worked for, um, which is what you guys got to experience multiple times during your, your career at Florida State. Yeah, he's uh, he's always been a huge influence on my career. You know, I mean, having the experience that he has um, playing at that high of a level for, you know, six, seven years, it's crazy. And it took a while for me and my brothers, I think, to understand and learn that, you know, when you're little you're like, yeah, I, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, get on my face, you know. But um, now I really appreciate it, and I go to him a lot. Um, you know, he he has acknowledged for the game now, actually. Uh, he's, like, obsessed <laughs> with soccer, so that's funny. He, like, watch all his, like, the European League and stuff like that. So um, I, I'll just see him, like, watching. And he's like, when's the next Man U game? Like, I want to see Ronaldo, blah, blah, blah. So um, <laughs> it's really fun. It's funny, but um, – you know, so I, I trust him more so with that. And then uh, also just the mentality piece. That's the main thing he's always taught me. Um, you know, he was always an underdog and he had to fight for what he had. So it's always attitude and effort for us. And, you know, you, you put everything out on the field. You compete um, with fire. And he said, you know, he's always set your hair on fire. That's what he always tells me. So um, <laughs> mentality before reality, you know, I got all the sayings. So uh, he, he's been incredible and a huge part of my career and you know he will continue to be yeah and obviously you had a great career at florida state but going back to high school obviously coach kakorian he's an international recruiter right he will go get anyone in the world who he thinks is ready to play um what was it like being recruited by him and what ultimately made you make the decision to you know move across the country from colorado to florida to play for coach kakorian yeah well first of all <laughs> being from colorado i was like I need to get out of the cold. Like I'm done with <laughs> fields. Um, I'm done with my hands, like being free, you know, you get hit by a soccer ball in the leg. It hurts so bad when it's cold out. So <laughs> I was like, you know, I need to go somewhere warm. But um, so I was deciding between uh, um, some really good schools, but Florida State just really stuck out to me because of their style of play and how professional they are. Um, you know, we, we always talk about that, how professional Mark Rohn's the program. And uh, we, we create pros because of that. And, um, you know, you're not going from college to pro, hopefully. Hopefully it's an easier transition just because you've already experienced a lot of the pro life and the way he's going to treat you as, as a pro. And, you know, all the technology we have and uh, the tactics and stuff like that, he really wants to prepare you. So, you know, having my goals in mind with uh, being pro and, you know, hopefully one day with the national team. Um, that's what I considered. And, um, he's like a father to me, like, honestly, like he, uh, you know, over the years at first he's like scary. Everyone thinks he's like really <laughs> scary. And he like, you know, has that like face and everything. Um, <clears throat> but now I joke with him and he's, he's, uh, not only a great coach, but just like a wonderful person. And uh, I think anybody on the team would agree that, um, you know, he makes his like dad jokes and stuff like that. And he like truly cares about you. So, um, you know, I, I knew that kind of before going in, but that's one thing that I'm extremely grateful, you know, just the relationship I have with him and the mentorship. And, you know, um, I, I had no idea that I was going to be like what it was in terms of, you know, learning from him and learning from the coaching staff. So, Moving on from FSU, um, drafted number two overall by Racing Louisville FC. Um, 
Is that cool? Like, were you excited to go like really high in the draft? Like, did you kind of expect that? I mean, you know, best college player of the year twice in a row. I mean, I'm sure that wasn't like a super big shock, but talk to us a little about like the draft process moving on. And then what it's been like, you know, to play professionally, like talk to us a little bit about that experience too. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it was crazy. Um, you know, no matter what um, I, I did expect to go high in the draft, but it's an honor no matter what. And I know that, you know, a lot of people would want to be in my shoes. So um, super blessed. And uh, I'm so excited to go to Louisville. Um, you know, it's a super young team, super young program. So I hope that I can just go in there and make an immediate impact. And, you know, that's what I'm planning to do. Um, and, uh, you know, in, in terms of um, playing with them, I, I haven't yet preseasons February 1st. Um, but, you know, I, I'm confident. Um playing with the the women's team and playing up a lot um, through the years. You know, I, I know um, a little bit, you know, the the speed of play and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it, it definitely will be a transition being from uh, going from a student athlete to becoming a full-time, you know, professional athlete where, you know, uh, Mark always says this all the time, you know, your paycheck de- depends on if you play well. So, um that's, you know, a part of it. And there's new pressures, there's new challenges. Uh, I'm ready to embrace all of it though. Um, you know, um, I love my time at FSU. It's always going to be, you know, my home, but, um, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm ready for the the new challenge. Yeah. And we're, we're excited to watch you and, and cheer you on, like I said, in Louisville, wherever your career takes you, whether, I mean, hopefully on the national team sometime like we talked about, but, um, you know, we'd love to see you back in, in Tallahassee as well, which I'm sure you will. I'm sure you'll visit back and go back and hopefully oh, we'll yeah. host a national oh, yeah. championship soon because we're playing it every other year. So don't they <laughs> let us don't they bring it to Tallahassee. No, I'll definitely um, be down for some football games, some soccer games. So we'll be seeing me around. Yeah. What uh speaking on that, like what were your I mean, everybody loves football or whatever, you know, like nobody's not gonna say football, but like what uh what were you like what sporting events did you really just like get jacked for and you know, I mean, football is obvious, but like outside of that, like, what did you really like going and watching during your time when you, when you weren't training or on the field yourself? Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously football, my, my, uh, family is a football family. So that was, you know, number one in just the environment that the fans create, um, and, and the university it's special. And so, you know, that was always fun on football game days. Um, I really like basketball too. You know, I, I love, um that arena and it's super nice and usually we can go to more of those because there's a little bit in the more in the spring you know so in the fall it's hard because it's the same time as um our season so we like going to the basketball games great environment there too yeah they've got a big one uh tonight against miami that i know richie's excited for i don't know if he's going to make it back-to-back nights staying up late you know with the national championship last night and then today was rough (laughs) prayers prayers up for richie um last one then i'll get you out of here this is just more my curiosity than anything you talked about your dad kind of being interested somewhat in the uh the european stuff are you uh do you follow any of that like do you have like do you have a favorite european team yeah you like who you like watching um, I love watching Man City, and I'm not just a bandwagoner. I have yeah. been a Man City fan <laughs> for a while. Um, and uh, <clears throat> I I really like their coach, um, Pep, Pep, and yeah. um, just um, you know the style of play and stuff like that. Um, Ronaldo or Messi? I know you're going to ask that. Um, <laughs> I think that they're different players. 
Um, I think that they're kind of hard to compare. Um, I love, you know, Ronaldo always has a chip on his shoulder. He's confident, flashy, all that. But I just love how, you know, Messi's touches, the way he controls the game, whatever, that sort of stuff. But um, my dad is actually the biggest Ronaldo fan. Like, Instagram reels, like, he'll literally send me, like, 10 a day (laughs) of Ronaldo doing his celebrations and stuff. Like, he's like, he's just so cool. Like, I love him. (laughs) He, like, fangirls um, over Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I do the same thing over Messi, so it's fine. Like, it's... Yeah, yeah. So, I know you said he he just got big on it, but did he watch any European soccer before you kind of started playing high level? Oh, no, no. They had no idea anything about it. I mean, they both... My mom grew up in Nebraska. My dad grew up in like Nebraska, both like 500 people towns. So like, yeah, they had no idea. They kind of just threw me in soccer. Um, once I started playing at higher levels and stuff and I would watch the games, my dad, um, you know, obviously fell in love with the game. My mom too, but my dad definitely uh, loves to watch the European games. And, um, you know, I think just being a pro athlete, uh, former pro athlete he has like a, a true appreciation for it and all those guys so now i uh i got into a few years ago massive messy fan I, I think ronaldo is you know his scoring and you know everything kind of inside the box and everything is is pretty impressive i just think messi's better at everything else you know <laughs> like that's kind of <laughs> that's fair i i can um, see that boy too so uh, but they're both phenomenal to watch. I got lucky a few years ago to be able to go watch a Clasico between them when they were both in Spain, and that That's, was. I've been well, always my dream, literally always my yeah. dream. <laughs> that was uh, I've I I went when we beat Auburn, and that that was the only thing that compares to it. Like no other game was even close. Like it, the passion that they have like blows like our college football in the South like out of right. the water. It's, it, it's, it's crazy. It's like a religion there. Like it, it, it is. Yeah, we'd be walking around like the week of the game and people were like, because we were on vacation for a week and they were just like, you know, oh, you know, oh, you're going to the game? And then they just look at you like you were God. That you yeah, right. So I was like, oh, yeah, she, my wife doesn't know how much these tickets were. So <laughs> don't be spilling any beans. So Jalen, thank you so much for hanging out. Thanks for uh, your time tonight. I really, really appreciate it. We we loved watching you at FSU and, and we're really looking forward to watching your career as you as you kind of go on. Thank you, guys. Uh, it was awesome being on the show. I love the show. So thank you so much. Yeah, we had a good time. Um, Richie, I don't have anything else. We'll wrap this up. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday. I don't I don't even really know when this dropped. Maybe right before the Miami game. But uh, <laughs> see how fast Harlan can work or if he's trying to go to the gym <laughs> or not. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday to talk about everything else going on with Florida State around uh, the program, uh, kind of all sports, kind of give you a, a round the horn for that. Um, for myself, Richie, and Jalen. Thanks, and go Knowles. Thank you, guys. Go Knowles.